With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You are listening to an all games radio network broadcast of allgames.com. Allgames.com. This is George Romero. You're listening to ZombieCast. Hey, this is Dave Fenoy. The voice of Lee Everett, and you're listening to Zombie Cast. This is Greg Nicotero of The Walking Dead, and you're listening to Zombie Cast. I'm Sarah Wayne Callies, and you're listening to Zombie Cast. This is Laurie Holton, and you're listening to Zombie Cast. This is Danny Drew, and I'm listening to Zombie Cast. You better be listening to it, too. Well, you are if you're hearing me, so keep listening. Hi, this is Sid Haig, and you are listening to ZombieCast. That's why you can hear me, stupid. Yo, monkeys, it's me, DDP, Diamond Dallas Page, the king of Bada Bing, the master of the diamond cutter, the three-time, three-time, three-time world champion, and, of course, Billy Ray Snapper and Devil's Rejects. And you, well, you, monkey, you're listening to the ZombieCast. And that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. Hi, this is Norman Reedus, and you're listening to Zombie Cast. Zombie Cast. You know me as Axel from The Walking Dead, and I'm here to tell you, zombie cast. Stay tuned in. Follow me. And thank you, Romero, for that super awesome introduction this weekend. Welcome, zombies, to ZombieCast, an unofficial guide to all things zombie, episode 290, where I'm Sean. And I'm Ted. And thank you, Zombies, for another download of ZombieCast this week. We want to thank you no matter where you get us. iTunes, Stitcher, Downcast, and ZombieCast.net. But the best place is every Monday night, 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern, at allgames.com forward slash chat. Come over here, enter your name, enter the chat, mingle with the zombies, mingle with me and Ted and Matt live on the show. Uh, if you want to hear us live but cannot join us live at All Games, simply on all devices, including Amazon Echo, Google Home, PS4, Xbox One, all Apple, all Android, all devices, computers, and even in all the new Ford and Chevrolet cars. I know they come with TuneIn. All devices on the free TuneIn app, the free version. Simply add All Games Radio, and you can hear ZombieCast live globally, no matter where you're at in the world. And Ted, have you thought of another place, a, a unique place, where else that we might be able to hear some ZombieCast? We're going up on we're going on 300 episodes, and, and we're 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 we're, we got some pizzazz to us. So where else would uh, be a good place to listen to ZombieCast? Uh, uh, true story. Uh, over the weekend, I played Sea of Thieves with our good friend Matto McFly, who's not here tonight. 
Right. And we were sailing the ocean blue, and there we saw something glimmering on a beach, Sean. And we pulled our boat up, and there was a bottle. There was a message in a bottle on that beach. And when we read the message, it was uh, the previous week's uh, episode of ZombieCast transcribed. Damn, Sea of Thieves, of yes. all places. Of all places, yeah. So is it? would that be a piratey way? Yes, but it did. There were a lot of R's edited, like R's edited in. Zarmicast. 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 Yeah, yeah. So, and we're going to talk about CFDs a little bit because, you know, I'm amped up about it. My kids have been playing. Yeah, I got Fortnite. I got all these games my kids have been playing. I own, I buy all these games, but I need to start playing some of these games. Uh, but simply on the tuning app on all those devices, including in the game Sea of Thieves. Uh, listen to ZombieCast on the tuning app at All Games Radio. We do want to remind you guys to go to ZombieResearchSociety.com. It's the official radio show of the Zombie Research Society. Go over there and browse all those news articles. And in podcast form, you can listen to ZombieCast over there on the very front page. Click our banner, and we will start playing as you're, join- as you're browsing all those news articles over there. Uh, we do want to thank the late George Romero, which is on the panel over there at the Zombie Research Society. He's partners with us. Even though he's dead, he's still our partner. Uh, Mr. Matt Moak from, uh, well, he created the Zombie Research Society. And, you know, he used to do the so- Zombies Survival Segment over on AMC's The Talking Dead, uh, which uh, Matt Moak was on a couple of episodes over there. Also part of the Zombie Cast team. And uh, we do want to thank Dave Marks and uh, Zombathon and all those guys over there at the Society at <laughs> ZombieResearchSociety.com. Can we thank Richard Marks? What about Richard Marks? Yeah, Whatever Richard... you go, whatever you do, He's got the I big hair, don't he? right here waiting for you. Yeah, Richard Marks. Tina Turner hair. Yeah, he does. He's like a guy with Tina Turner hair. Yeah, it's like he's got armpit hair, something on his head, something like that. Richard Marks, yeah, he's zombie cast, part of the team, that Richard Marks. Uh, and while you're ever on the social medias, guys, on Facebook and on Twitter, search at ZombieCast World, because, you know, that's how you find <laughs> it on Facebook also, at ZombieCast World, at ZombieCast World on Twitter's. Like our pages there. Follow us. Click the banners up top on Twitter. Follow each individual host. And like our page at ZombieCast World, which is ZombieCast over on the Facebooks. Uh, because, you know, uh, we get some likes over there. I mean, but, you know, we're like 40,000-ish some on Twitter. But Facebook's just kind of slow. And, and you know what? I'm, I'm not going to pay to promote anything over there because we love uh, we love true numbers. We're not like a lot of other podcasts. So uh, go over there and like our page. <laughs> over on Twitter's and the Facebooks. And uh, Matt is off this week. He had a sick son, and I yeah, think it was yeah. mating season. Again, so, well, we were playing, as I said, we were playing Sea of Thieves, and while we were playing it, his son was with him. He says Xander's real sick, and the kid was, he was I, even I can hear him, he was coughing really bad during the show, like while we were playing yeah. just constantly. And then uh, the next day, Matt said they had to take him to the hospital. He had pneumonia. But he was coughing really, really bad. That was I think that was Saturday night, maybe. Yeah, so. you know, and, and it's family first. You know, uh, podcast is fun and, and radio, which we, we are a live radio show, and you get us in podcast form. But it's fun, but it's always family first. I told Matt, I was like, man, you got to go take care of little man and uh, get him to feel him better. And we'll see Mr. Matto next week. But 290 episodes, Ted. We're approaching 300 episodes of ZombieCast. Which is pretty awesome. You know, we got a lot of new listeners out there. And yeah, we're called ZombieCast. We're more of a comedy show. Uh, we, we do talk The Walking Dead. We do talk a lot of movies and horror and gaming that we play. But, but we're all around kind of the, I don't know, the, the <laughs> fanatic show. 
We talk about things that we like a lot. You know, it's not just yeah. There's a lot of off topic, just rambling about things we enjoy. Fan bro talk. You know, it's like a brotherhood here. And you know, a lot of times we talk with our listeners, male, female, uh, African, Asian, whatever. But uh, you know, it's just kind of a fandom show. Even though we have nothing but white white men on our show, we are open to everybody. Uh, we love everybody. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you'd like to call in, uh, we'll. T- it doesn't matter your race, your creed, your sexual orientation. Uh, we will. We will listen, and we we want we want to listen, and we want to be better yeah. people. Cream of some young guy. If, if your name is Cream of some young guy, you'd like to call in uh, and tell us about things that we uh, don't know. Call in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we used we, to have we used to have a pretty a pretty Latino girl on the show, uh, and she's but she's now gone. Yeah, so <laughs> she ran away from us guys. Uh, but but yeah, but uh, thanks for listening to ZombieCast. If you're new to it, we are a yearly show. We don't take a break whenever The Walking Dead's over. We always do a lot of top tens and movie reviews, and we do a lot of cons. And Ted, I want to break the ice, our warm-up segment, because I, I, I got a little bit of a complaint and and using the show is not a way to complain about stuff, but it was for the show. And we, we do a lot of cons, you know what I mean? We're a part of a good group of people. Before George Romero died, he gave up his last interview to us here on ZombieCast for the Zombie Research Society. You know, we, we, we had breaking news whenever George Romero found some reels on on the set that him and – what, oh, oh my God! My mind just went blank. Him and the guy that works with Leonardo DiCaprio all the time that made all them movies. Oh, uh, Martin, Martin Scorsese. Scor- yeah, whenever uh, uh, Martin Scorsese and all those guys. Yeah, we broke that story. But you know, we do a lot of cons. <clears throat> whenever we go to the cons, a lot of times we go as press. A lot of times we go to the after parties, hang out with the celebrities. But but we do our thing. Now there's this con that I went to last year called SuperCon, and, and it was really nice. You know, the Stranger Things kids were there and all. And, uh, you know, I had a really good time, and we talked about it at least six, seven weeks on this show, before I went and after I went. So I applied for those Supercon passes this year, and, man, I got a message back, and the lady's like, you know, I searched your feed. I didn't see her name nowhere, and, and you know, we, they pretty much wanted me to post about it in, like, 15 different places. Now, Saturday, you know, for this con, Friday is $17, Saturday is $35, and Sunday, I think, is $17, but... When we cover cons, it's, it's free publicity. Yeah, I mean, we're not going to change our name of the show. We're not going to kick host off for you know seventeen and thirty five dollar tickets. But they, but they were kind of like, you didn't do enough. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, have you have you ever been faced with stuff like that, Ted? To where, and I think what it is is they they gave this woman power to kind of knight people. Oh, you uh, you, know, you, you shall pass, and, and it's just yeah. I mean, we we. The, the Zombie Research Society is like 270,000 followers. Uh, they, they've, which is part of us, have like 50,000 on Twitter. We have 40 some thousand on Twitter. Mm-hmm. We, we bring it. You know what I mean? <laughs> By talking, you know, we don't, we're not a, yeah, you know, we, we don't post stuff on web pages and stuff talking about it. We're, we do it here, man. We're media. Yeah. We're, we're on a network from the creator of G4 TV, which is broadcast out of Los Angeles all over the world. What more? What more can I do, Ted? To get these seventeen dollars tickets, come. Uh, I see. What? I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I. I. Uh, I get to go to Scare LA and uh, Stanley's Comic Con every year, but I have seniority in that because I managed to somehow a couple few years ago when those cons kind of started, I said, "Hey, I'm from ZombieCast," and they and I managed to get through. And once you get through one time, usually you're kind of put on a list, 
and it you're, you can kind of get in from then on. You get seniority. So like like every year when I contact you know Scarlet or or, or uh, uh, Kamikaze, which is now just called Stanley's Comic Con, I say hi. This is Ted Bracewell from Zombie Cast. I'd like to come, and they go, oh yes, you're on this list right away, sir. Right. So it, that's that's one of the it's sort of like with Walker Stalker, like you can go to any Walker Stalker you want, right, for free. Yeah, they, they take care of us. Even whenever who was it? Uh, uh, Stan Lee got a star on the Walk of Fame. Remember with that? Yeah, they there was passes to, to go to the to cover that, but but to do a lot of stuff. But the thing that gets me is this con. It was, it was they were giving me grief, Ted. And yeah. you go look at their following, and I don't want to talk bad about people, but I mean, <laughs> they, they, they literally had like 23,000 less followers than us. Oh, my, oh my so, God. So, I mean, any, I mean, it was a successful con, but I think it was successful from advertisement and billboards and stuff and the guests that they get. But I don't, I think we did our part. I, I don't understand. And, and I told the woman to listen to this week that I was going to voice my opinion about it. So that's my opinion, Ted, about, uh, well, I have some problems. I reach out to a lot of people to get try to get games and stuff, and some people will just send them right over. And some people, you know, I had one people wrote back and says, "You, yeah, you, you don't, you've been denied press credential or whatever with our site, so we're not going to give you a review copy of the game." It's just, it's just hit and miss. But as a person that you know has been to E three, you know, four or five times in the past, and I've been to things. A lot of it is just who is running the PR company and how well you are at being able to get on their good side. Because right. I, I would I witnessed a lot of times during E3 where you know you would see like like the PR guy at some company like EA would be some like little short stubby dude, and that guy would not give me the time of day or anybody. But then some girl I know would walk up and, be, and flirt with him, and next thing you know he's on the list and he's getting she's getting every game in the world just mailed to her. Right. And it's, yeah, it's, it's just, it's, it's and, and, the draw, it's who and, you get. It's, it, it doesn't necessarily mean another person's better or worse than you. A lot of it's just how good you are at buttering up the PR person. And that company, for instance, had a little, little nerdy looking dude and some girls able to go over and go, Hey, oh my God, what's going on? Hey, could you, I'd like to get on that list, get review copies. Yeah. And she, she touches his shoulder, you know, and, and flirts with them a little. Next thing she knows, she's getting all this shit sent to her. Right, right. And I could go over there and talk and, the guy up for ten years and never get anything. And I, and I haven't got a response to email, but but she's like, well, you mentioned the Walker Stalkers and you mentioned San Diego Comic Con, and, and for one, Ted, we've been on stage at Walker Stalker with the celebs. You know, we give a shout out. San Diego Comic Con, our team, Zombie Research Society, ran the zombie panel over there with Max Brooks and Matt Moak. So you know, it, it's a little bit different, but. You know, you know, I was like, keep your seventeen dollars. You know, really, these passes. The advantage of it was getting to avoid the hour and a half line to get in because you right. flash a badge and go through security through another door. Yeah. And uh, really, that was the only advantage. I mean, it didn't get you through any lines or anything like that. That was basically the advantage. And you had a, you know, a paddle badge, you know, to put on the shelf. That said, hey, you know, I covered press at SuperCon. So SuperCon lady, I really need some press passes. And, and I'm, I'm like, you, Sean, like I, I really don't go to cons anymore that I have to pay to get into because they're expensive. Like I go to Monster Palooza, that's twenty five bucks a day. But there was right. about three years I didn't go. I went to every Monster Palooza for like six years, and that's twice a year. And then I realized it's the exact same thing over and over and over and over again. So I did not go for like a few years, and then I finally went because I hadn't been in a while. And 
it comes back in April, and I think I'm going to go, but I'm really going to go because Jesus from The Walking Dead is going to be there, and you and, and Monster Palooza, you get to meet everybody. So I'll get right. to, I'll get to walk right up to Jesus and shake his hand and be like, oh, da, da, da. so I kind of want to go. But was, I really do just stick to cons like Scarlet and, and and Stanley's Comic Con and and ones that I can get in his press because it is expensive to go to a con and it is ultimately I don't enjoy cons that much. You kind of walk around for an hour and a half and I'm like, eh, you know, eh, I saw it, eh. Yeah, and, and well, like I told the lady, right? Yeah. Like like, like Ted's going to say Zombie Cast is full crew's going to 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 SuperCon, right? I mean, six hundred dollars in airfare, hotel, two nights hotel, three nights hotel, seventeen dollars tickets for free yeah. press is not bad. And, and you know, I'm gonna send her this link and tell her to listen. But I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know what more we could do as a radio show. Expand, but, grow, grow, and expand. Yeah, Get more yeah, yeah, yeah. But we've got uh, some good stuff. I've gotten my share of free games out of this show, and you know, and I, I, I enjoy doing. Even though I didn't get anything out of the show, I'd still do the show because it's, it's, it's not like it's any, you know, in the way. And I enjoy. I do actually every Monday look kind of look forward. I go, oh, I got to do Zombie Cast tonight. Whereas yeah. when I did show, when I did Spooky Hour Hard Hour, I got kind of annoyed by it. I was like, I got to drop everything I'm doing and go do this show. I did. I got to where I didn't did not enjoy it. I've never right. felt that way about this show. Good, good. You know, I'm glad you're happy here, Ted. So, um, even if we didn't get stuff, I'd still be on this show. But it's nice to every now and then get, you know, somebody will give you a free game, or you can go say, uh, you know, I'd really like to play. Uh, I've never, you know, I, I've never gotten the that 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 remake of Resident Evil's out. I kind of want to play it, and you email Capcom, and they send you it because of your show. It's it's nice to get a free thing, and it it's not just got nice to get something free. It's nice to feel like you got it free because you your show is doing okay. You know, right. they look into yeah. it, and it, it makes it feel worthwhile. It does. And w- one thing that I didn't like about SuperCon uh, is that, you know, I literally have a $600 lens for my Nikon camera. So if you go to a con to where, the, you know, they're shady about stuff, I can still get the close-ups. I don't have to be right there. Yeah. But su- I remember SuperCon, you know, like like the Reading Rainbow guy was there, this from Star Trek. You know, LeVar, was- LeVar Burton. Yeah, yeah, he was there last year, and I was like, you don't want to take a picture of him. And security actually moved out of the way. They're like, don't, 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 don't let me block your picture, and let me snap the pic. Uh, and, and instead of some cons we've been to, you know, to where I mean, you know, the the Nazi police come out from everywhere. Uh, you know, if you even act like you're going to take a photograph uh, from a distance, but Supercon lady, we love Supercon, and we definitely want to <laughs> cover it. We cover it of two ways. I'll just put it like that. But we'd like to cover it in a good way. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So at the end of the show, ZombieCast, we, we got some paths we want to look at. And, and I don't want to clutter up the, the beginning of ZombieCast this week. So uh, towards the end of the show, we want to talk about some, maybe some paths uh, that we would like, you know, with the Twitch and YouTube and stuff like that. You know, maybe some opportunities for ZombieCast and growing uh, through other paths. So uh, we'll talk about that a little bit after the show. And uh, let's get right to The Walking Dead, Ted. Last night. It was kind of a break. It was uh, we got some little side stories. Uh, you know, I heard some people say that it was a sleeper, but but I, I kind of enjoyed last night. You know, the the whole Father Gabriel path. Uh, you had the, the swamp path. Uh, you actually had uh, yeah a, a lot of different chill things. I don't I don't know if we advanced the show any. <laughs> it, it was a little bit of a filler episode where no nothing advanced. The only advancement in the whole show was really the. Uh 
the the revelation where they came up with a new the Negan's group came up with a new battle plan at the end, which was about yeah. a two minute, two minute scene. So that was the only actual plot progression. Right, uh, in right. The whole episode. And, and well, let's talk about that. You know, and, and, you know, we don't. We don't go page by page covering uh, The Walking Dead. We, you know, it's more of a front porch conversation with your bros talking about <laughs> The Walking Dead is what we are. So, so Negan at the end was, uh, you know, he had some zombies tied to a fence, and he went up and he rubbed Lucille on it and got each spike full and infected with some good infected blood on it. And uh, they were talking about penetrating the skin. And then letting people go free. So, what do you think we're going? You know, I know that that they've done something like this in the comics, which I, I don't really know. You know, I, I'm not 100 percent up to date with the comics. Uh, yeah. But so, so, do you think that they're going to walk up and actually prick people, or, or how would it, they do this on the show? I thought about you. Eugene was making bullets, and Negan says, "How long do you get them bullets done, Eugene?" And he goes. It's going to be about uh, 48 more hours, two days, or 10, 4, or not, whatever. And he says, that's too long. We need something, like, right now. And he says, and Eugene just pulls this idea out of his ass. He's like, what if we get some catapults and we put some uh, zombie heads and zombies and, and some blood and we just fire it over their wall and we basically throw a bunch of biohazard material in there. And Negan gives him this great look. He just sort of stares at him, sort of slanty-eyed, like, my God, that's the greatest idea I've ever heard. And um, right. The idea, I think, is that, yeah, like Negan got his bat and he covered it in in zombie blood. The idea being like he can walk up and just hit someone in the leg with the bat. Like it'll cut their leg with the barbed wire and then those guts will get in the wound and it will infect the person and they'll turn into a zombie. Is right. the theory, and they're gonna, this is what their theory is. I guess they're going to say we're going to just go in there, not try to kill people, just try to injure people with our new zombie-infected weapons and then they'll eventually die in turn. But it's kind of that, interesting. But but we've thought about – we said this on the show many times, Sean. You know, how many times have we seen people on this show stabbing zombies like that famous scene in season two when Andrea was in the bathroom on the camper at the first yeah, episode? She's right. stabbing the zombie in the eye with a uh, – Screwdriver. Screwdriver. And there is all sorts of zombie screwdriver, all sorts of zombie guts and stuff are flying right in her mouth, in her face. And we, we actually said, I guess you can't get infected by swallowing zombie blood because they get so much of it in their mouths all the time. Um, so it's a little weird that now you can prick somebody on the arm and pour zombie blood in it and turn them into a zombie in theory. Am I right. wrong in saying that's a, that's a continuity error? Yeah, and you know, they even punch the zombies in the face, which I, I think that would be a no-no. If, yeah, if, well, yeah if, what if you cut your little... hand on their teeth? Yeah, it's the, we fear the nick of the tooth, right? The nick yeah. of the tooth is what, what what I've always talked about. The, the, my style of zombie, you know, they're slow, and but you fear that little nick that's uh, going to infect you, which is true. But, but Ted, do you think that they could do something like this, right? Like you saying, you know, they, they could put zombie blood in a bullet, right? Get the infection on a bullet. Yeah. And Why I walk not? up and I shoot somebody in the shoulder, and I'm like, you know what? The Trojan horse. Why can't they get some like hollow, hollow some bullets out, fill them with zombie guts, let it set it dry out a little to stay, and then fire those out of guns and hit people and infect them? Right. I mean, really, I mean, if this is what it's come to, so I mean, but, is, there, is there a difference between getting like a little bit? Is there a difference between squirting zombie blood in your mouth and actually cutting yourself and pouring it in the wound? Because they're they're implying that if you get zombie blood in a wound 
you will turn. But we have seen countless situations where people had definitely had zombie blood going in their mouths. Right. But, but imagine this, Ted, all right? You got your group. You're with Negan, Ted. As and I would I'm, be in this world, yes. Yeah, yeah me too. And uh, say I'm with the <laughs> Saviors. Well, you guys get a sniper, and, and you pop me in the shoulder, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, they're going to treat the shoulder, and they're going to they're gonna put me in a bed and let me rest. And I'm going to wake up during the night and eat a few people. And they're not going to know that that guy's infected. Right. Yeah, so yeah I, see, it's I, genius. I think that – I hope that they do stuff like that. Because, you know, to where a zombie wakes up, like, remember the kid zombie in the prison that, that had the eye infection, and he yeah. ended up dying, and he woke up, and he was just eating people's stomachs out, you know, bunk to bunk to bunk uh-huh. to bunk, uh-huh. uh, infecting these people, and then the people walked in, and everybody, there was a ton of zombies in there. Right. I hope we get a good gruesome scene out of this. Hopefully, this is something that, 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 that there's a good payoff. It's uh, gotta I, wonder, I wonder if Negan's just going to be, like, running around... Just popping everybody, like just 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 make contact, just popping people in the shoulders with his bat, just getting that little cut on him and going, God, I died, God damn, I just infected fourteen people. He could yeah. hit him in the shoulder with it, and you know they're going to treat the scratch wound and the punctures, but the people are going to be done in the process. Yeah, so I guess that's I guess that's the plan. They're going to shoot zombie heads. Maybe they'll have like zombie heads that are still chomping, you know. They'll like right. decapitate zombies because a, a zombie <laughs> head can still, like they say, you cut the head off a rattlesnake and that head bites you. You still get, you're still fucked because those yeah. glands, those glands are up in their heads, uh, those poison glands, and a, and a you know a snake head will stay alive for you know a while after you cut it off, or not alive, but it'll still you know muscle reactions and shit. So if you started launching hundreds of zombie heads over the fence, that could that could cause a problem if they're hitting people. Yeah, exactly. So it's a good idea. I, I, I'm really curious to, to see where we go with this. It, it, it's adding a little, little bit of excitement. But li- but last night was a lot of nothing pass, kind of like season two, you know, like whenever they went to the pharmacy and kind of some stuff that I've really been wanting in the show. And I learned last night, you know, I, I, I've had complaints about a couple of characters like Tara, uh, Rosita, you know, just their attitudes. And I don't know if it's the acting or what, but the doctor was kind of a new character on the show, even though he's been on there for a little bit. But, but I, I think that we would need a cleansing, like with some a bunch, maybe some of the main people getting eaten in their sleep, mm-hmm. and introducing some new characters. Because you know, the doctor was kind of refreshing to me. Yeah, then he just then he just dies. Yeah, then, then he just dies. But like the whole bear trap scene, and you know, and Father Gabriel, you know, was. Yeah, it was that dreary Hawaiian music. That's that one thing I really think that they need to lose is that brown, brown. You know, just dreary music. But yep. I, I, I kind of liked the the small pass last night. I agree, yeah. it was it was a bit of a filler episode, and a lot of people that I, you know that, that I was listening to didn't really care for last night. But it was kind of refreshing for me. You know, it was easy. It, it, it was kind of like watching, like we talk about a lot of times, like watching. Uh, a Marvel movie with politics and Transformers, and then going just watching something simple, like a simple Disney movie, and, and it's just like you know what? There was nothing crazy about it. It was just it was an easy watch. It was just nice. Yeah, I I, I still enjoy this. I'll watch The Walking Dead until the day it gets, finally gets. It'll never be canceled, but there will there will have to come the day where they say there's this is the final season. You know, right. I will I will continue to watch it. So I mean, I. Even at its worst, I still look forward to it and still fully pay attention. 
And uh, I'm, I'm looking. I actually am looking forward to seeing what happens with Simon because I I think Simon's going to continue to go nuts. But I, I hope they wrap up the Negan War by the end of this season. And I don't know if they there's only like four or five more episodes left, right? Yeah, yeah. Because so it's like, are they going to wrap this? I, I don't want this to drag out to a whole five more. Season. I think I don't want the Negan War to drag out a whole another season. If they do that, they're going to people are already bitching that the ratings are going down and all this stuff, and people are getting sick of it. So I, I do not think the war with Negan needs to be dragged out beyond this season. They need to end it in five episodes. Right, right, and, and then go from there. And then have next season be when everybody, whatever happens, Negan joins the gang or whatever. I don't even know what happens, but it's I, I'm pretty sure he's going to join their side. And then you have whatever the next threat yeah. is. Now, now I do want to say this is aside from The Walking Dead. Some of the some of the commercials last night for Fear. <laughs> They're building it up. Yeah, I was listening to Walker Nation, uh, Dave Solo over there, and uh, he recently binge-watched season three. And all he could say was, holy shit. Uh-huh. Holy fucking shit. I cannot wait for season four. James, you know, the owner of Walker Stalker, he, James has been here on uh, ZombieCast. Yeah. Uh, James was even the same way. He's like, you know what? I binge-watched it. He's like, holy fuck. It's amazing. From season three, binge-watching it. So... And I know we've had a couple of listeners that have messaged me that they binge-watched season three and was kind of like, holy shit. But, <laughs> but, but to those people that have done it, I know you're not a fan of it, Ted. I'm not not really, a fan. I there were really good ads last like, night building up. They, they showed Morgan a few times in ads. They showed some of the, the battle vehicles that they've got. And this man, this could be like Mad Max. Is uh, it? Is it I, I still am interested. Does this take place... Is this take place before or after where we are now? See, Morgan had on regular clothes, right? Yeah. So I was thinking that Morgan would leave The Walking Dead and show up eventually over there because the the timeline's been so slow on The Walking Dead. And I know it doesn't match up, but, you know, sometimes things are just thrown out the window. They're like, fuck it, whatever. Yeah, I I think they're just saying, fuck it. I really do. But, But seeing Morgan in these commercials, it looks like... Family Guy Morgan. It's not. It's so. My remember there was don't, about, don't don't look like he has pads on like the kingdom. Yeah. Or nothing. We didn't see Morgan for season two, three, and four. I think we never. We or season at least there was at least th- two or three seasons there where we did not see Morgan. Right. Uh, that took place over a couple of years. So I, I'm wondering. That's what I'm wondering is if this takes place during that time where maybe after Rick left. Morgan's house in the first episode and then Morgan had to kill his son and he just skipped town and went went out to to California or Texas or wherever these people are now and hung them for a year or two and then he and met found Rick again and he already found that guy that trained him how to fight or is this going to be take place after where we are now, like in this season, like at the end of the season, is Morgan going to go, all right, Rick, I'm out of here. Fuck this. Or he's going to get, oh, he can't get killed off, but he's going to say, I'm out of here. And he's going to leave. And then next season's unfear is going to have him showing up and being like, I just came from uh, Atlanta. It's like Frazier. You remember when Frazier showed up and he's like, yeah. the first episode of Frazier, he's like, I used to live in Boston and spend all my time at a bar. Is that yeah. how Morgan's going to show up and be like, I used to live I in Atlanta. I don't know. Because he, he had on... <laughs> The old Morgan type clothes uh, in these scenes. So I, I, Maybe he'll just be a character on the show, and there'll be no reference to the Rick Grimes Walking Dead at all, and we'll just have to accept it. You know, there's no 
acknowledgement of Rick Grimes or the Atlanta Walking Dead or, or Alexandria Walking Dead or anything. Could be. Yeah. They could just be saying, you know, screw it. And and like I said, it's it, it's you know the 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 diehard or the comics and and the 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 ones that will never be happy will be like, oh, it's just dumb. It, it doesn't line up. But they could just like like you said, Ted, just be like, fuck it, <laughs> and then swap it. Or it could be yeah, before. I, mean, I think that's what they might do. And they, yeah. But Morgan, yeah. knowing. Which means he would probably get killed in this season if it's before, because they said that you know yeah. he was sad because he he wrapped up and left the sets in Atlanta and Sonoy and realized that, you know way he taught was never going to return. Right. So that means you know that he would only have a limited run on Fear before he had to leave there to go back to the Walking. Yeah, and they'd have to write him out of going. Well, my job here is done. I think I'll move back to Atlanta and go look for Rick Grimes. Yeah, you know that's what they'd have to do. So uh, that doesn't make a lot of sense to me either, because they'd have to eventually write him out. Uh, uh, they'd have to write him out of out of this show, and then bring him there, and then write him out of that show. Because we got his backstory, like say with the, with the cheesemaker, like you were talking about. Uh, I, you I, know, I, really, I really don't know, but it looks to me like it looks to me like uh, fear is almost getting a reboot. Because the commercial show, the blonde girl, uh, what's her face, uh, Ma- uh, Madison, it shows her like walking forward, and I know they have a whole new bunch of major cast members and all this stuff, and it really does look like uh, almost like they're doing a soft reboot in a way, you yeah. know, because they've replaced, they've added so many new cast members, and they're having her. I, I do feel like they're doing a little bit of a restart with it, like like if you you could have missed everything up until now. And start watching now, and you're not going to be really lost. Right. And, and for me, you know, uh, like Jen Elfman, to some people it's like nothing. But, I mean, religiously, we used to watch 90210 and Dharma and Greg. Oh, my God, who didn't? And But, but you know, Dharma and Greg w- w- was such a big thing in our house. But, you know, J- Jen Elfman has just always been, like, Freeman Mommy's, like, favorite actress ever. John Travolta's the male. Jenna Elfman's the female. So for me, it's like it's like Tom Cruise going to the show. You know what I'm saying? But, but I know that Jenna Elfman's not on everybody's list like that. Probably not a lot of people's lists like that. But for me, it's like a, a grade-A celeb going to a Walking Dead show, which is mm-hmm. kind of crazy for you know to think about it. And you said somebody else is going on there too, right? Oh, uh, uh, Maggie Grace, who was um, Shannon – on Lost, and she's she plays Liam Neeson's daughter in the Taken movies. She was, in fact, the girl who was Taken in the first film, Sean. Ah, that's it. I know who you're talking about now. Yes. So when when Liam Neeson's saying, "If you kill my daughter, I will look for you. I will find you," he's talking about uh, Maggie Grace. Got you. That's right. And, and I will kill you. <laughs> and I will kill you. Yeah. So last night, so we had. We had the story with uh, Father Gabriel. So, what do you think's up with his eyes? Just, just an infection? Hey, he's infect. He has an infection of some kind. I just hope he doesn't go blind. I like him. I, I don't want him to go blind. I'm hoping what's going to happen is he's going to be hanging out with a Eugene. You know, they're sort of old buddies, and Eugene's going to go. I have, I have a concocted out of I, I got some screws and a piece of bread and some wine, and I have made a magical potion that I would like you to drink now, and it's going to fix his eyes. Because, you know, uh, Eugene seems to know how to fix everything. So I think he'll come up with some potion that will cure Father Gabriel's eyes. 
That's yeah, what I'm assuming. Because with his path last night, the fear of the nick of the tooth, I was on the edge of my seat a couple times last night with the bear traps. Yep. And then I haven't had that in a while with The Walking Dead. Well, you, know, Sean, you actually Sean, focused on the zombies. Sean, why don't you why don't you cover the bear traps in zombie blood and gore and hide them around Alexandria? And when they step in them, wouldn't they get infected that way? Yeah. Cover the bear, get bear traps and cover them in in zombie blood, and then they cut into a guy's leg, and he's now infected. If if this whole Negan biohazard plan is what they claim it is, why not? True. Maybe they're the ones that, that well, the doctor, I was going to say the doctor, but he's dead. <laughs> but my well, point is, guy, again, like if this, if you can just now cut a guy's arm and put zombie blood on it and make him do a zombie, it seems like everything we've learned up till now is just, it's like the shit's out, everything's out the window as far as like, like all bets are off as far as what you can, what you can do in a, in a battle. Right. I mean, but who, but, yeah, zombie-infected bullets, zombie-infected knives, zombie-infected bear traps. I mean, everything you could you could get the you could get like some uh, you could get like pads and put a bunch of nails in them and lay them out in the field and cover them in blood. And if somebody bury them in the grass, someone steps on it, pricks their foot up, they're infected. Right, right. And, well, they—that's a brilliant idea. So if the zombie apocalypse ever happens. I would really like to find some bear traps because, you know, that was like landmines for zombies. You line those yep. all around your house, and it just catches all the zombies. And, uh, you, you know, you, you're you safe. <laughs> That's a good I idea. Mean, don't you think they could get, like, 10,000 nails and get some, like, uh, like just some boars and stick all the nails? Like, make, a, make about, like, two, three feet wide, cover them in nails, Hide, like, sneak over to Alexandria, hide them all in the grass all around Alexandria, and cover them in blood. And when everybody comes walking in and out, they'll all step on these fucking things. You know, it just seems like there's a million ways you could uh, infect people now. And it's just like Eugene just pulled this idea out of his ass in five minutes. And this is an idea that would have changed everything had people thought of it like in season three. Like imagine fighting the governor if they, if they knew about they could do this. Like holy shit, the possibilities. Yeah, yeah, and that would be awesome. But yeah, last night reminded me all the rednecks at work. Right, they'll go fishing, <laughs> and the way that they, you know the bear traps were catching the zombies. Uh, all the reds at work, uh, they'll go fishing, right? And they they will get those noodles like like you you see uh, at swimming pools that the kids have. You get them like at the dollar store and stuff. But you know those long noodles that float. I actually do think I know what you're talking about. Yes. Wait, like they'd be like neon green and red and all, all these colors well they'll get they'll get by these noodles they're like six foot long and they'll they'll chop them in, into one foot sections and they will tie uh fishing string through each noodle put a hook on it and put a bait on it and they'll throw like 30 of those out in a lake right then they'll go drink beers then they'll get in their boat and go look for all the noodles floating because all of them have caught fish and the fish are swimming around and they just lift the noodle and there's fish on all of them. Yeah. <laughs> so that you know they 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 don't actually fish. They just throw those out, let the fish hook themselves, and then they just uh, bring them in. And, they, and, and the uh, fish aren't strong enough to pull the noodle underwater. Right. So so you know the, you know the, the noodles will all be spread out all over the lake, but ninety percent of them will have a fish on it. You're so, so you're saying Negan needs to get himself some of these noodles. Yeah, some noodles. Yeah. Throw them out there. But the, the bear traps, you know what I mean? Like, like that would be a good idea to throw all these bear traps at if you had a house. And uh, if a horde come up, you know, it would catch 
or, or two or three, you know, it would catch them, and uh, you go out and uh, release the zombies every morning. It's a good right. idea. So bear traps is the way. So I can't remember who is Daryl and them. That that was the Alexandrians with him, right? I don't even. I I sort of missed their their plot was they were leaving Alexandria after. With the, the attack, baby, with the baby, and their whole goal was just to walk to the hilltop. Is that all they were achieving last night? Because yeah. I, I will admit, week to week, I'll forget what the hell even happened. Like, where are they going? Oh, yeah, okay, they have the baby. So that whole plot of them going through the swamp and everything was just them going. Even though we've seen these people go back and forth between the hilltop and Alexandria, like it's nothing a million times. Well, they they said whole, they wanted to avoid me. So we had a whole episode of them sneaking like a back way through a swamp. Yeah, and remember Dwight was like, you know what, Negan's talked about that swamp, and we don't go there. Well, the no, saviors don't go there because it's so dangerous. Yeah. So, you know, that's kind of why they went down through there. We got some good zombies last night. Filler episode, but I enjoyed it, man. Like I said, it was it was, it was yeah. kind of a, a lot of season two in last night's episode with the past. You know what I mean? Like the, the well zombie and the... The you know going to get the birth control pill or you know the pharmacy <laughs> run and and you know prenatal vitamins you know what I'm saying like there was the scene to where Carl went out you know and, and took Daryl's gun and that's when he ran into Swamp Walker but uh, a lot of people didn't like season two I absolutely love season two especially whenever you binge watch it uh, but and I, I did binge watch it after it was on and it was way better. I admit it was a it was a thousand times better binge watching that than it was. It did not work well a week between each episode. The progression was so slow that it did not work well. But if you watch it in like one or two sittings, when it's you like Little it, House on the Prairie, <laughs> it, it, it does it does work a lot better. Right, right. I, yeah, I would like to go back. I was just kind of brainstorming the other day of just some of the stuff on The Walking Dead that I haven't seen. Some of the episodes that I saw just once, like whenever they were on top of the supermarket and fell through the ceiling, uh, Michael Jagers, remember he was in that scene. In that, that was uh, wasn't that Bob Stuckey got yelled at because he was trying to get his booze. Yeah, and and, shoot him out. And the, the uh, somebody's boyfriend got best boyfriend got eat uh, in that supermarket. But remember, there was another episode that Michael Jagers was in where they were walking and there was the like the hermit in the house. You remember that? It was like an abandoned house in the woods, and they ended up going in the house, and a horde of zombies came. Yeah, there were, uh, is that where Rick was like, put, put our guns down. Everybody got to put – I think I remember him. Yeah, and then the red machete whenever he was in the church. Uh, but there's a lot of stuff that I forgot about about The Walking Dead to where, you know, I would – some of the seasons were I thought was kind of slow. Maybe I need to binge watch them. Maybe like a season three, like whenever they first get to the prison or see, Season four, that's whenever they were looking uh, for Terminus and all that, I believe. But some of those seasons, on a Sunday, I, I wouldn't mind, you know, just going through, what, what do you call it whenever you're binge watching uh, a season here and there? And, and you know what? They're on Netflix. So the next rainy Sunday, you know, I'm going to catch a season three or a season four or five. Uh, have you watched those, those seasons since? Day one? Mm, no. I've seen random episodes when they do the uh, every episode ever marathons. <laughs> I was every episode ever. That's how the guy's voice sounds when he says it on. Uh, I catch random episodes, but I cannot say that I have. With the exception of season two, I think I rewatched season one and two, but I've not rewatched since then. 
Right. I saw so, Negan beating Glenn's head about 12 times, though. Ah, uh, yeah, that was a good one. So where where is uh, the kingdom guy at? I don't know. And where's Jesus at? He was, you know, Jesus is just nowhere. No, well, Jesus was at the hilltop, but he wasn't in last night's episode. But he's just not, again, I, I don't think, I, I cannot remember a single time I've seen Jesus in the last three episodes. I could be wrong. But Chad, help, Chad helps out. Is Jesus, I don't think he's been in it. You'd have thought that he would have been here a little bit last night, just at least in the background. Oh, no. No. He costs too much. Yeah, I think that might be what it is. I would still like to know if they got paid. Well, you know, Rick Grimes for... wasn't in the episode last night, was he? They, they At the end, no. they said, somebody's at the gate. It's Rick. Rick's at the gate. And they Rick. never actually showed They never showed Rick. But I do think I do think it costs them thousands just to even say the name Rick. Probably. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I wouldn't think that they all get paid for every episode, even if they're not in it. But they may. I, I don't know. I don't know how that works. Because if they were in it, it seems like they would just be shoving them all in it. You know, like all oh, you guys just stand in the corner over there. We're gonna, you know, we're paying for you. We're going to use you. <laughs> yeah. There, but I wonder. There had to be some sort of contract where they can't go. Okay, Daryl, you're stuck on this show. And uh, but we're only going to pay you the episodes you're on, so we're going to intentionally write your part as small as possible, so we don't have to pay you much. But you're the star, but we don't want to pay you, and you can't do any other show. So there's got to be see, some deal they have with like his 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 publicist and them, where it's like, no, you have. There's like a there's got to be like a a, a a minimum that he gets, even yeah. if he's in like one episode. You know, they because they, they could cut you down to one scene and then say, here you get ten thousand dollars for this whole season. Go screw yourself. Cause see, I don't know all the rules, but I remember Merle, Uncle M- Brother Merle, and the the first time I ever saw him at a con, and it, if I remember right, he was on stage talking about how much he loved The Walking Dead, and it was one of the better things he's ever been on. Which yeah, he's been in a lot of big stuff, uh, Cliffhanger, Days of Thunder, uh, yeah, he's worked with a lot of big actors, Tombstone, but it seems the way he talked, from what I remember, The Walking Dead was kind of like a prison for him because even though he was on, like, came back to the show and was on, even when they wasn't using him, you know, he wasn't allowed to go find work elsewhere. So from the way he talked, that, you know, that that they would shun, and I don't know, but but from his reaction, I would think that they were shunning him on, you know, you know you're not going to be in this episode or that episode, but you can't go get another job because we're going to need you in three episodes type deal. But the way he talked, it was kind of like a prison. And I'm sure things and contracts have changed since... Yeah, the the beginning of, uh, of The Walking Dead, mm-hmm. but I wonder if they all get paid every episode. Yeah, I don't know. It'd be interesting to ask. You know, if you ever get to host another Walker Stalker thing, I don't know what you're allowed to ask and what you're not. But I mean, say, say something that's interesting to you. You know, it's a hard it's a hard hitting question, Sean. Yeah, or even in the back hitting questions. Or, yeah, I mean, I mean, we could get. I bet we could get like a guy on The Walking Dead that maybe was on a couple of episodes and could come on and would know a thing about that and could talk yeah. about it. Yeah, yeah, and be like, is, is, you know... We just find... Phrase it like, is is that the reason we have absence of characters is because of balance of budget? I think that's the reason that Tiger got bumped off because, uh, uh, what's-his-face, Robert Kirkman made a joke about the Tiger cost too much. They said, why did the Tiger get killed? He's like, it cost too much. And he went, ha, 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 It's like, no, it cost too much. Well, I mean, which, it, it, it was a story reason to get rid of it as well, but they got rid of it way too soon. Well, I, well, I started that about uh, Herschel's leg. 
green screen in his leg yeah. and, and, and all the CGI stuff like that is kind of why they got rid of him and, and why Rick didn't lose his arm. Yeah, they, they straight like up he did said, in the comics. They straight up said in an interview, there's no speculation at all. They said we did not cut off Rick's arm because he's the main character and CGIing a missing arm would be too much because he's the, the star of the show and we cannot have a CGI'd out arm every time yeah. he's on screen. It just would cost too much and be too much work. Yeah, because I remember Carl said that his prosthetic eye was only done twice, and it's whenever he got shot and whenever Negan took the bandage off. Otherwise, you yeah. know, they just wrapped that's it what, up. That's why that had that you – know, you know, Carl never just wore a regular eye patch that would have made total sense. He wore that giant bandage that covered half his face. They did that to save money because if they – if he wore like a regular-sized eye patch, they would have had to have – done makeup to you know have the scarring around the eye you'd still be able to see the scarring around the eye yeah but, and around the eye patch but by putting that huge ass bandage that covers half his face they just got to put a little bruising little little discoloration takes two seconds and yeah because there, there was no practical reason why anybody would still have that giant bandage on all day every day yeah. you know two years after he was shot in the eye he's still wearing this bandage all the time yeah uh it's me and chat says what about rosita she pretty much told tara she could have taken man what's up with the Ch- show wait. cutting the budget so much no one knows that's a good, good question Tiger Claw. i mean doing that it, it'll get to two. a point where the zombie effects will be so cheap now what, 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 no, well, they're going to keep that budget, Tiger, but like one of the main actresses on it, Maggie, uh, is, is going to to renew her contract and, and she's wanting to leave the show because they're not wanting to throw her any more money. And that's, isn't this just AMC being the cheapest people in the world because they have the, it's the highest rated show in history of cable TV. History ever. So they have to be making a ton of money. They're just being cheap asses. They care more about a, saving a few bucks, and they do it making a quality product. We've said that for years, that greed would destroy the show. And the zombies still look great, but I mean, you, I don't understand how you're making that much money off something, and you say, that'd be like, you look at like uh, Black Panthers made a billion dollars, and Marvel goes, yes, but we're going to cheap out on the next Black Panther movie to save some money, or cheap out on the next Marvel film. Yeah. You're making all this money, it's the biggest thing in the world, but you're cheaping out on it. It doesn't make any sense to me. No, they're cheap asses. And that's why Frank Darabont left. He said they were cheap asses. Yeah. They, they wanted him to make twice as many episodes with half the budget. That's what happened. Remember when Marvel That's crazy. Remember when Marvel TV tried to do the same thing with the Inhumans? And that failed. Yeah. Yeah, they I, were trying I, I to make the show it. cheap. Well, they're doing that with The Walking Dead and it's it's uh, I don't know. But the zombies' effects have always been top-notch, in my opinion. So Yeah, yeah, me, I think so, too. But I, I still think that they could use a cleansing. Uh, Rosita and Tara, for one. Tara's almost like she let herself go in real life. She, she didn't really look the way she used to. Yeah, well, she, she, had she, she, had, she had a baby, but that was like two years ago, and she's never not – you know, I don't want to get into fat shaming. But she, she's, she's gotten to be pretty big on the show, and – uh, it, like last night, I admit I laughed a little when Dwight went off running and Dwight's like really physically fit and she was chasing him and she was right on his tail. I was like, she would not be able to keep up with him. No, <laughs> I was actually, and I, and I thought, well, Dwight's injured. Then I was, well, he has a, he has an elbow injury. 
So Dwight would have smoked her in that foot race, and still she caught it. So I don't know, man. I don't know. Well, but for me, on the on the show, Tara and Rosita are just two people that in real life, like like if, if they were a part of my group and everybody's like, hey, we're going out, I would kind of be like, yeah, you know what, I'm, I'm going to kick it at home tonight. Just, I, I don't know. They're just not appealing for the show for me. Yeah. They're there for no reason at all. And Rosita, just that attitude, like she smelled a, a fart all the time look. Just, I, 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 I enjoyed the doctor last night, not even knowing him. I enjoy Eugene more because at least Eugene has a character. You know, he, there, he Eugene has a lot of depth. Uh, Rosita and Tara have no depth at all. Yeah, they're just, they're just standing. Rosita's there. just kind of like, yeah, you know, I'm the badass. You know, like Commando all the time now, and I'm like, God, man, die already. <laughs> She's like the girl in Aliens. Remember the badass girl who was always like, I'm number one, except that girl was actually like a real badass. So I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, yeah, I'm, I've, I've never understood the Tara being on the show because it has nothing to do with the actress. It has to do with the writing of the character. They've never given her an, a hook. There's never been anything about her. It was sort of the same problem T-Dog had. Where people were always like, "Why is T Dog on this show? He doesn't have any story Lines. at all. No, has, no lines, nothing. He had, and he had no plot. You could you could go through every character and distinctly say what their deal is, what what their their agenda is, what they're about, what they want, their motivation, all this stuff. But you looked at T Dog and you go, it's just they poorly wrote him. Where you, he never did anything. I can't tell you a thing about the character. Right." So I mean, um, I I don't know, and that's sort of the problem Tara has. So I, I, a cleansing, maybe a cleansing is coming whenever they silently get infected, or maybe don't take a a good character like Morgan and just rip them off the show and put them on another show and leave Tara and leave characters that are uninteresting but take an actual interesting person away and make the show worse. Yeah, they they could almost have done that, taking like Rosita or Tara and and send them down the path over to the walk the Fear of the Walking Dead. Yeah, so not, I mean, not one, of the, the, one of the best characters on the Walking Dead, and they're just ripping them out of the show to go try to. They're basically using Morgan to try to get people to watch Fear because they're saying, "Well, you fans like Walking Dead, and you guys like Morgan. Well, we're going to put them on Fear. Watch Fear now. It's a it's a it's an advertising ploy." You know, so says uh, Freeman. I, I don't oh. even know if Morgan is popular enough to get people to watch <laughs> to get the ratings. Fears, fears. Season three, man. I, I gotta get you and Matt to watch binge watch season three somehow, somehow. But because they, if you look socially, man, a lot, it's wowed a lot of people to where they're like, "Holy shit, this is amazing, good." Are you on the Reddit, Sean? Are you in the Fear of the Walking Dead Reddit and fan page? No, I don't know nothing about Reddit. I, I, I need you to show me the ropes sometime over there. <laughs> uh, Freeman, read the line above. But according to some, since the show is bigger now, they still get paid something in between things. That was from shit's me. Shit is me. Mm. That's what it says, right? Shit is shit me. Shit of me. Shit of me? Shit of S H H I T. That's shit. A M E. Shit A M E. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but they're in the in the chat at allgames.com forward slash chat, guys, which you could be too. Uh, so The Walking Dead, 
good. I'm curious to see where it goes. With yeah, the- I did, did, didn't hate it. I, I can the only review I can give it is I didn't hate it, and I'm intrigued by the uh, let's start firing zombies over the wall with a with a. If, I just want to see them loading zombies into a catapult and firing them over a wall. Because I think that'd be the greatest thing, <laughs> just firing zombies out of catapults. <laughs> that would be good. I'm not talking good. about zombie parts. I want to see them literally loading full zombies into catapults and Negan like, fire! <laughs> and then just yeah. launching zombies over the wall. But, you know, shotguns, you know, you can pack those shells with anything. Yeah, you know, just hearing the reds at work, like you get like buckshot or birdshot. But I think you can open up. Like those plastic shotgun shells. Shit, junk, Take the pellets junk. out, put in blood and fragments. What? Why can't you? Why can't you make like a like like one of those those bombs that you fill them with nails and stuff? You know, like 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 you know those really bombs that people that try to blow up like terrorists will attack a public place. Yeah. And they'll make a bomb that shoot nails and shrapnel. Cover nails and shrapnel in zombie blood, and then make a bomb so that it shoots zombie blood covered nails and shrapnel everywhere. You'll hit thirty people with that. And infect yeah. them. Like everybody that hits with a nail is now infected. Yeah. Uh, uh, also, someone says in chat, do you think that Tara was really going to shoot Dwight? Yes. She tried to shoot him. Yeah. She actually fired and, the, and it hit. He was sort of ducking behind the tree a little and she fired right at his head. Hit the tree. So, yeah, I think she was totally going to shoot him. Yeah, me too. I totally agree. Uh, so that's The Walking Dead this week. I do want to talk a little bit with Ted about, you know, my kids, I, I buy a lot of games, Ted, and I talk about they don't want to play these games a lot. Uh, but Sea of Thieves, man, my kids have actually been playing that. When does that game come out? Because you are John, all over this game. It comes out one week from tonight. One week from, because I'm sure I'll buy it. So you can go, yeah, if you go pre-order it, like do it, pre-order it digitally, you can get it at the store too, but you can also digitally buy it on your Xbox. It unlocks at a twelve oh one a.m. Monday night. So, or you can just go to the store and get it as well if you want to. If you like to physically own the case and all right. that stuff. So, so you have countless hours playing this every day in our super secret private <laughs> chat that we're even locked out of sometimes. I, I see you guys talking about it, and you, you are in so much joy. Joy. I love, I love this. game. This game I, is like. A natural high to you, to where it's almost like it gives you that good Christmas morning feeling to play it, dude. I mean, I have, it's like you I crave legit, this game. A week from today, I'll be losing my mind knowing the full game is in a few hours. But they've been doing these betas every weekend we talked about where they let you play for like two hours. And it's just like, you know, a small. it's like 20% of what's supposed to be in the launch game. But um, over the weekend, they had another beta and they added a bit more content. And we said, and I wish Matt was here because I said, Matt. Okay, it's open beta. You can now play it on Windows 10. You should play with us. We got Norma to play with us. We got Gabe from uh, Uncanny X Pros. And we, Subzy and I played a lot, so we know all the ins and outs. And we got uh, Matt and Norma on a ship Saturday night. And Matt, you know, it's sometimes you never know with Matt. You never know if he's going to play it and be like, eh. He sailed for like nearly three hours with me, Norma, really? and Subzy. And when it was over, he seemed like he's like, dude, I'm. I'm in love with this game. This game's fantastic. And he said he's gonna he's going on VGO again. And you know, I've had a whole joke with VGO. They don't like it and they don't seem to get it. He's gonna go on there and tell them that it's game of the year. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know. <laughs> we had so much fun though. Um, but yeah, it's just it, the game's main principle is just to have fun. It's it's like really just clown around around with your friends and 
when you're on a big ass boat with with Subzi, Norma, and Matt, and Gabe was on there one night, and you're just sailing the ocean blue, and it's lightning and raining and and all this stuff, and you're going, you see other ships, you start firing at each other, and you you know you go to an island and fight skeletons, and they're digging up treasure and looking for other clues and all this stuff, and it I mean it's very immersive, it's really so, immersive and and fun, and it's I've never seen a game that. Uh, you really have to work as a team. It takes the whole team working together to drive that boat. You yeah. know? So, so, you know, and we talk about this a lot and I've talked about it on this game. So this is definitely the game to where you want to go get a two liter and a Tatino's pizza and pull an all nighter on the seas. Yeah. Right. It's a game where, yeah. And Sean, like if your kids get it, you should jump on with us. I mean, it's, 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 it has a pretty big learning curve, but I think just sailing on the boat with us and saying, we're going to go dig up a treasure and blah, blah, blah. And, I mean, everybody we've played with, Subzy and I have shown the game to four different people, and all four of them have said they want to get it now. That's Gabe, Norma, Matt, and our friend Cool Sausage used to be on show. All four of them had never played it, and then they played with me and Sub for, like, two hours, and all four of them are now, like, excited about the game and want to play it. So, Just just the way the C's look and, and the, the videos that you posted, I've literally watched some of them 20 times. Did you see like, the video? Man, that's awesome. Ex- did you see Norma executing Sub Z? No, no. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah, Angie, my wife's brother, passed away yeah. last week, so I've been tied up with that all weekend. It was unexpected and horrible. And but uh, lead me to the video because I want to see. I'll it. post it in the uh, the super secret chat. But we, for instance, we were playing with Matt. They have these things called skeleton forts, and what it is, is you every now and then they're like raids where you will spot in the distance. A uh, a giant cloud that looks like a skull will appear in the like a mile in the distance, and everybody on the map can see it. So you, everybody will start sailing towards it because that's where like a skeleton fort is, and that's where like if you can defeat all the skeletons, you get a key to a vault, and the vault's full of treasure and other things. So we went to fight the skeleton. We sailed to the thing, and all this scary music comes in, and we, you have this long, like, 30-minute fight with these skeletons, and then Matt's like, it's it's really late, and my son's sick, I gotta go. So me, Norman, Sub-Z completed, we actually defeated the skeletons, and we got in the vault, and we got all the treasure back to the boat, and one and there was, like, six gun outer barrels in the vault. And in the game, you use that to attack an opponent. So if, you, if an enemy ship is attacking you, if you can get one of those barrels and, say, jump in the water and swim under their boat and let it go, it'll blow, like, a six holes in the enemy boat. And the enemy boat is really damaged. So we took all those barrels with us. Well, we're sailing back to the outpost. It's a really long sail. And I put the gunpowder barrels downstairs in the bottom deck. Well, while we were sailing to the outpost, we were almost there. We hit a rock. And the rock blew a hole in the side of our boat right where the barrels were, and the barrels (laughs) exploded on our boat. And our boat just started sinking. Like, I mean, and I'm talking it went down in 15 seconds. So me, Norman, Subzi are, like, running all over the boat, grabbing all these treasures we've earned and jumping off the boat. And we managed to make it to shore And as we're watching our boat sink. We get to shore, and, you know, it's like, okay, it's late. Let's stop playing for now. And we had these six gunpowder barrels that we had, we had rescued. We only blew up one of the barrels when we sunk the boat. The five other barrels survived. So we bring the other five barrels to shore, and we're like, well, what would you do with all these barrels? And I said, I know, Norma, I want you to execute Sub-Z. So <laughs> we get Sub-Z to stand at an end of a dock, and we put all five barrels around him. And Norma right. aims her gun and fires and hits the barrels. 
and the explosion, Sean, was glorious. <laughs> and uh, that's how I he finished playing. And, I, and we took a video of it because it was pretty awesome. But, yeah, it's just a game about having fun. It's just about having fun. And, I, you know, I had no interest in it, and I've gotten really hooked on it. And I'm excited, and I'm excited that a lot of people I know seem to be wanting to play it. So get, so. get it in the Freeman house, and we can go sailing. I will, man. I will. I went in a room while ago. I was like, what game did I buy here? And it was Fortnite, I think, yeah. Yeah, that I Lennon was playing. Well, I, so. think your, I think your kids would go crazy over Sea of Thieves. So. Yeah, and especially Ashton and his buddies because you know, him and, like, three of his buddies are always playing Destiny. And, yeah, they'll hop over. You know, they're always playing together. And I told Ashton, I was like, you guys have got to get this game because uh, Ted says, you know, like Cruiser 4 or whatever – it's just a heck of a time all the time. Yeah, and you see other ships in the distance. And you, when you get in ship battles and stuff, it's insane. You're like, I mean, it's it's it's. I think it's amazingly well done, and I hope it does well. Does it take a while to reach a ship? Like once you see it, do you have time to prepare, or is it video oh, yeah. game oh, you, quality you, where they pop up quick? Or oh, no, 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 you you can like see real a ship time. A, you can see a ship a mi- literally a mile in the distance. If you have someone up in the crow's nest with like a telescope, you can. It's very hard to get crept up on. You can see ships like a mile away, so it's easy to avoid other ships. But it's also if you see one, you go, "I want to go. I want to go fuck those guys up." You can go track them down, get in a big fight, and you know. And if you sink their ship, all their treasure floats back up to the surface, and you can jump jump in the water and steal all the chests and things they had. So can you like whenever you you pick a ship to go attack, right? Right. Can you hear? Can you hear their audio when you get close to it, or can you it, never hear it? No, it has the game has proximity chat. So when you are close to other people with head, headsets, you can hear them talking. Oh, so you, so you can actually yell at them like, uh, like, "Hey, don't, we mean you no harm. Please don't shoot," and they can hear you yelling at them. But, <laughs> but when you're like, you know, a hundred yards away, they can't hear you. But when you get inside a certain radius. And Friday the 13th does the same thing, too. It has proximity chat where you can only hear people when they're near you. This game does the same thing. So you'll hear people you'll, – you'll be blowing up other people's ship, and they'll be screaming. You know, it's Xbox Live. They'll be screaming the N-word and the F-word. And, really? So people get mad when you come oh, up and roll so up. Oh, so pissed. So pissed. <laughs> Dude, I, I got to play this. And the, game, play and the thing is the game is designed to troll people. It's called Sea of Thieves. You're supposed to attack other people and steal their treasure. Like people will go on, people will spend an hour searching for treasure and digging it up, and you're supposed to go attack their ship and try to sink it and get all their chests and steal them. But you so also run the risk realism of realism to it, right? Yeah, because they, they're they're really <laughs> wanting this stuff, and and you just go rob it from them. Yeah, I mean it's very it's not that hard to sneak on someone's boat and grab one of their chests and jump off the boat without them noticing. I mean, it's, wow. you you can pull it off. So that's true open world. Yeah, it's it's there's really no rules in what you can do, and they're not going to punish people for grieving. You know, griefing <laughs> is where you make another person's experience miserable in a video game. Well, this game's designed to grief people, and they've said it is. <laughs> so it's going to be an interesting social experiment. Dude, that's awesome, real awesome. So, see if thieves. I, mean, I love it. I'm really excited. So we'll yeah. see. See if thieves. Yeah. So I guess that's I wish Matt was here. I was looking episode. For- yeah, we talked more about it. I was looking for Matt. Looking forward to Matt, but he'll be here next week, which is the day they get or the right before the game comes out. So we'll talk more with him about it. But yeah, yeah, fun show. Ted. It's been a while since me and you done a show. 
a duo, a duo duo. And we wanted to say we are thinking about doing more stuff with this show. Than yeah. Just, oh just yeah. Then just being on all games, being on a stream, and we want to get the website. We have the website's kind of not well done, and we wanted to improve that, and we want to maybe expand and try some other other places where the show could be that uh, you know would increase the audience and make it work better and run better and you know things like yeah. that like YouTube Spotify for one I know I am just got on Spotify that's one yeah. one place I do need to get us I mean we're like on FM player and, and and a lot of places but Spotify would be really good because you know that's, people uh, pay for Spotify for Spotify so if they could get us there other uh, favorite podcasts it would be really awesome but yeah you know like, like you said just other places you know to where non-zombie cast people are they could stumble upon us you know it's kind of kind of hard for people just to stumble upon us here on all games uh itunes is a little easier you know which we always rank over at itunes we always do a good job over there but it'd be nice to be somewhere else where people discover us we have a zombie cast youtube we don't do much with and like i said if we streamed on youtube every now and then just from the hashtagging people would stumble upon the show and you know it increased and after the show because the 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 video stays there, right? Yeah, yeah. I think the archive just stays there forever. So I, I've, I've streamed on I've streamed on YouTube on my YouTube channel. Yeah, it just makes an archive that stays there forever. Right, right. So that'd be good. So you know, we got to get with Tiger. We got we got a good brain. We got a we Tiger's tiger our Eugene. Wall. Tiger's our Eugene. He's going to give us ideas like shooting uh like Cat shooting ball. zombies over a wall with a cannonball. Cannon with I mean, with a, <laughs> the, the catapult. Yeah, it's going to be good. So, uh, you oh, know, we made – go ahead. Oh, sorry, you... I want to tell you something else funny that reminded me. One of the things I had fun with Matt and Norma is uh, I was showing Matt and Norma the boat in Sea of Thieves, and we were just sailing. It was nighttime, and we're sailing, and I was showing them how everything works. And I said, now, Matt, uh, Norma, I want the two of you to come over here to the cannons. And they walked over to the cannons, and I said, Norma, I want you to walk to the end of this cannon. And she said, yes, I want you to hold down the Y button. And she did it. And suddenly she climbed into the cannon. And Matt's like, oh, my God, are you going to shoot her out of the cannon? And I raised the cannon and I fired Norma like a mile <laughs> out of the cannon. <laughs> you, saw, you saw Norma fly into oblivion. And then Matt's like, I want to do it. I want to do it. Oh, my God, I want to do it. So then I fired Matt out into the ocean. And then you can hear them. We can still we're in you know, private chat. They're like, we're just floating in the ocean. What the fuck do we do? And I was like, well, two, well, two things are going to happen, guys. A, you're going to be eaten by sharks, or B, a mermaid is going to come and rescue you, whichever one of those happens first. And then Matt's like, I see a mermaid. It's like, well, swim to that mermaid, and she'll carry you back to the boat. So they sw- you swim to the – if you fall off your boat and the boat gets too far away, a mermaid literally swims to you, and you click on her, and she, she teleports you back to the boat. So – yeah, that's the type of fun we were having, you know, and it's it's fun watching people uh, discover that game that don't know about yeah. it, think all the things you can do, because they didn't even know about being fired out of the cannon. Yeah, and then we got, we got to an island. physics. Yeah, and we got to an island, and we were really far away, and, and Sub-Z's like, we're going to go to that island and dig up the treasure. And I said, okay, Matt, remember how I showed you how to get in the cannon earlier? Do it again. And he got in the cannon, and I fired him onto the island. And it's like, man, this is, yeah, so, yeah, Matt seemed like he was getting really into it. So good, good, good. Yeah. So I guess we get to the wrap up show. Our third host, Mr. Matt McFly is not here. Uh, and you can follow him everywhere. It's Matto McFly. Just like, uh, was it George McFly? What was his name? 
McFly on uh, Back to the Future, but Matto, M-A-T-T-O, M-C-F-L-Y. Matt McFly. Follow Matt everywhere. And also he's on uh, the, the gigantic podcast called the No Sleep Podcast. He voices over there for the drama, action, live action stuff over there. But uh, he's, also, he's also considering uh, – there's no confirmation. He's thinking about starting a YouTube and reading some scary stories over on YouTube because that's kind of a very popular thing on YouTube, and he'd be great at it. So he's kind of a – Maybe you'll be able to go to YouTube and hear some scary Matt Solo stories pretty yeah, soon. That would, I, I, that would be awesome. The Telltale Heart. So. Which would be good. Uh, and also, Matt is uh, in the Guinness Book of World Records. Uh, all the editions, but especially the 2018 edition. I haven't seen it in stores. I've been looking for it. Because mm-hmm. uh, a lot of times you know, he'll throw in there zombie cast and... Uh, the, the, our radio sh- show and stuff in his bio, but I haven't seen them anywhere. I've been looking for those at Target and Walmart and places that they're usually at. So hopefully they'll be coming out soon, the 2018 version of Guinness Book of World Records. So, Teddy, where can people find you? Uh, Teddykin on everything. That's at game, Xbox Live. If you want to play Sea of Thieves on there and other games, whatever. Uh, Steam, I'm there. Teddykin1182, I think, on Blizzard if you want to play some Overwatch, Battle.net which I don't think is called Battle.net anymore. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, yada, yada, yada. yada nice. Yada. Uh, you can find me on Twitter.com slash FreemanDaddy5. My Xbox One Gamertag is FreemanDaddy7. And uh, the thing that I do is uh, on the side is I do a lot of DJing, mixing, and stuff like that. So be sure to follow my page, Facebook.com forward slash DJ FreemanDaddy. That's Facebook.com forward slash DJ FreemanDaddy. And I uh, see a lot of the gigs that I DJ and parties and colleges and stuff like that that I do. If you want to keep up with the Freeman Daddy. But good show, Ted. Good good show. Good show. Good show. Yep. Uh, sorry, I swallowed it wrong. Uh, but on behalf of the mighty All Games Radio Network, Mr. Tedek and Madam McFly and myself, Freeman Daddy 5, we call episode 290 of ZombieCast. It's a Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.